and thank you for joining us today. In this podcast series, we will be talking uh, to doctors from the Eye Institute to get an inside look of what goes on behind the scenes. Our guest today is going to be Dr. Kenny. Uh, so can you please introduce yourself and your role at the Eye Institute? Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. My name is Erin Kenny. I am the chief of the William Feinblum Vision Rehabilitation Center. It is the low vision service that's located uh, at the Eye Institute. And then I'm also an assistant professor at Salis University. Great. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, can you kind of walk us through what a typical day for you would be like at the Eye Institute? Absolutely. So my day, I usually get to the Eye Institute around 8 a.m. and I review um, yesterday's patients and today's patients uh, during that time period from 8 to 8.30, kind of just get an overlook of uh, what the day is going to look like. And then at 8.30 a.m., we start with a staffing of the entire interdisciplinary team that is uh, a part of the Feinblum uh, Center. So we have the low vision interns that are on the uh, call for the staffing meeting. We also have the low vision doctors. We have the rehab staff that, you know, could, could, could consist of a certified low vision therapist, a certified orientation and mobility specialist, or an occupational therapist. And then we also have our social workers on the call as well. So what we do is we go through, um, that day's patient list. So we kind of go through the schedule and we review the different pathologies the patient may have, uh, different issues that they may be having when it comes to things that they would like to accomplish with their with their goals. And then we also talk about um, psychosocial aspects that a patient may be experiencing. And then finally, we also brainstorm ideas with how to help the patient. I do have to say, um, I should probably put this out there first, that uh, we are a low vision service. So we work with patients who are visually impaired and they would you know, they come in, it's a very goal-oriented exam. So these patients have a visual impairment from several different, different, different types of pathologies, and we help them accomplish their goals. And these goals may be, you know, reading the Bible, or maybe it's seeing the television a little bit better, but it could also be seeing something like um, seeing the pins down at the end of the bowling alley a little bit clearer, or maybe feeling a little bit more comfortable navigating in their environment. So like I said, from 8.30 to 9, we review the patients. And I really, I think that's my favorite part of the day, to tell you the truth, because it's a great way for the interns to hear the other cases that their colleagues are going to be seeing. And I think they also like to see our thought process as the low vision doctors or the social workers or the rehab team kind of think of how we're going to handle the exam and really um, attack these complex cases that come through the low vision service. So from 8.30 to 9 then, uh, that's our staffing. And then we start seeing patients in the morning and the afternoon. Um, once again, these cases are really complex, but they are really rewarding as well. So we see a, a lot of patients with different pathologies and the intern will get to work with the patient and then they come back to the doctor and we get to kind of discuss and brainstorm different ways that we can help a patient that may be with devices, it could be with non-optical options, it could be with appropriate referrals. And um, really, it's, I would say that's, that's pretty much sums up my day from seeing patients in the morning and the afternoon then. And then usually at the end of the day, we, we wrap up and um, review the chart or go over any questions that the students have. That sounds awesome. So would you say that every day is pretty different or do you see a lot of the same type of patients? 
honestly, I think that's probably the best part of my job is the fact that no day is ever the same as the day before. Um, it's always, even if we see somebody both, maybe I see two patients with macular degeneration, it's always a different kind of exam. Um, whether it's maybe a more severe case of macular degeneration, or maybe it's it's different goals. You know, if one patient may be really set on seeing the computer a little bit better, or maybe that next patient really wants to be able to see their grandkids' faces. So, you know, even if it's the same pathology, same age, same dem demographic, their goals could be completely different. So that's really what makes it so fun is you can, you know, you really get to experience a lot of different cases. And um, so I would say it is different from day to day. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Sounds like it keeps you on your toes for sure. Absolutely. absolutely. Uh, so what is something that you do as a TEI doctor that your patients or maybe someone on the outside might not know? Sure. So there's there's two things I probably want to talk about here. The one thing I've already kind of mentioned with having an interdisciplinary team. So I am very lucky because I have rehab specialists and social workers that are housed in the clinic. They're, they're actually on the floor with me. So when it comes to maybe grabbing a quick consultation or having a discussion with one of these um, rehab specialists or the social workers, I get to do that on a daily basis. So um, where a lot of times other practices may have to refer out or, and some practices don't even have social workers. Um, so having the ability to interact with interdisciplinary professionals, it's really, really special because everything is already under one roof. So we're able to work together. So that would be one thing I would want people to know. It's not your regular eye exam because there's going to be other specialists and other professionals that are there to help you. So that's one thing I would like to mention. And then the second thing that I think is pretty cool that we've started within the last year is we've um, started doing genetic screenings. So a lot of patients come in and they might have inherited retinal dystrophies or some other inherited ocular pathology. And we're now offering free genetic screenings. And that's been really helpful and really informational um, to the patient and to the clinician to get some of those results back. And it really helps us with the management and the discussion with the patient of how we can further help them. So those would be the two things I would want people to be aware of, you know, outside the clinic. Yeah, definitely. So it seems like you um, get to see lots of different cases, different types of patients. Um, so out of all of the people you see, I'm sure there's a lot, but what is the most rewarding part of your job at the Eye Institute? This, there's this moment sometimes, and I, I love to experience it with the intern as well is when you show a device to a patient and they're able to maybe read that print that they have not been able to read in years. Um, and just that moment of, of pure joy, you know, of being able to do something that they haven't been able to do in a very long time. Just yesterday, I had a patient, he ha um, I had asked him, I said, is there a photo that you want to see? You know, is there something, is there a photo of someone you haven't seen in a while? And he said to me, he said his nephews. And so we pulled up his nephews. This is, I mean, this is very millennial talk, but we pulled up <laughs> his nephews on Facebook and uh, we put it underneath a video magnifier and it was able to enlarge the faces large enough so that he could identify his nephews. And he said he had not seen his nephews in two years. And so that was the first time that he got to see their faces. So um, those are the moments that make working at TEI and working at the William Feinblum Vision Rehabilitation Center so special is um, really just 
helping those patients achieve those goals. And sometimes it's kind of heartbreaking because patients will say, why did it take so long for someone to refer, you know, refer me to you? Or why is it so, why didn't I know that you guys existed? And that's probably like the heartbreak of my job is that sometimes these patients have not been getting the help that they need, or they don't realize that low vision exists, but the reward of being able to help those patients makes it all worth it. Yeah, that sounds incredible. I'm sure you get to experience that a lot. Yeah, it's a, it's a great job. I'm very lucky. Yeah. Uh, so how do the interns react to that type of stuff? Because I'm sure you, you've seen it before, but that they might be seeing stuff like that for the first time. Do you- oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's it's interesting because I feel like that's where a lot of times we have like a bonding moment. Like it's one thing when I teach them or like in the course where I'm like, OK, a 4X telescope can get somebody from 2080 to 2020, you know, and yeah. they're like doing the math and you're doing the optics behind it. But seeing it in the exam room makes it so real. And I think that's where the interns sometimes it like it hit, you know, it hits home and the light, you know, the light bulb goes on of like, oh, my gosh, all this, you know, all these optics points, all these you know, these discussion of the devices, they actually can help patients. So um, I often like looking at the intern to see their reaction as well, because I feel like sometimes, you know, the dots are finally connected and they get to see it in real life and, you know, on a real person of how we can help them. Because it's one thing to discuss cases in, you know, in a course or, you know, in a classroom, but to see it really happen in real life is, is really special. And I've, you know, I, even to this day, I still get really moved by it. There's times when I'll walk out of the exam room and be a little teary-eyed and I look over the intern and they're teary-eyed, but um, it's really, it's a really special experience at the, at the Feinblum Center. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, so is there anything else you'd like to add about your job or the patients you see, anything at all? Yeah, definitely. I just want people to know that there is no cutoff for visual acuity to be seen in the low vision service. So, you know, sometimes people will say, well, they're 2025. That's only one line worse than 2020. You know, they don't need to be, they don't need to go to low vision, but whether if it's you or a family member or a friend or just someone that you know that is unable to do something because of their vision, it's worth a call to the Fine Bloom Center to see if there's something we can do to help you. Um, people have this misconception that low vision is all about just devices where it's just handheld magnifiers or telescopes, but low vision is so much more. There's even everybody's actually walking around with a low vision device in their pocket. Uh, everybody's cell phone could be utilized in a low vision way you know there's different ways we can change accessibility options there's different apps you can download so just being knowledgeable that we do not take into consideration visual acuity or visual field when it comes to seeing a patient or being referred for low vision it's all about their functional vision so if anybody is ever having any kind of issues no matter their va no matter their visual field it's worth a call to the fine bloom center to see if if we can help them so it's it's not having, you know, it's not being legally blind or it's not having vision worse than 2070. You can be having functional, functional issues with 2025 acuity and um, just being knowledgeable that our service exists for people like that as well. Yeah, there's, I feel like there's so many different types of ways to 
just enhance your vision right on your phone. Like you were saying, it's such yeah. a no one ever realizes that, but. And, and that's, I mean, it's really special. And um, I'm going to give a shout out. We have a social worker uh, who works at the Fine Bloom Center. Her name is Virginia Scott and she's completely blind. And so she's no light perception in both eyes. And she utilizes her iPhone every day. You know, uh, she has it set up that she can communicate. We text often. Uh, she can email. So there is no visual cutoff to being able to use a cell phone. So that's why I always say, like, probably one of the first questions I ask my patients are, do you have a smartphone? Because there's a lot of things that we can do on that. So just so patients are aware and um and even if you know a family member or a friend that, you know, is having issues or you notice that they're having issues, it's, it's worth a call. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, that's definitely interesting to think about and talk about. Um, and it sounds like you guys are doing great things. And you're thank you. Yes, yes. I'm very, very proud of my team. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today. Thank you for having me. Um, and thanks everyone for tuning in. To learn more about the Eye Institute and the Fine Bloom Center specifically, you can visit salisuhealth.com slash TEI.